0: Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto you from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, amen. The text chosen for our meditation on this Palm Sunday is, was read as our epistle lesson from Paul's letter to the Philippians, the second chapter, verses five to 11. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, your Christian friends. Jane and Jackie grew up together and went to the same school. They were very good friends. There was one difference. Jane believed in Jesus Christ as her Savior, while Jackie did not. Jackie was visiting Jane one Saturday evening, and Jane was washing clothes or dishes in the the kitchen and doing the laundry for herself and her husband and their two small children. Jackie said to Jane, that what Jane and her husband need is a night out once a week for a dinner and a movie. Jane says that that would be nice, but they just can't afford it. Later, Jane is hanging up the laundry in the utility room, and Jackie says to her that they should buy a new dryer. Again, Jane says that that would be nice, but... They just can't afford it. Later that evening, Jackie sees that she takes two $20 bills and puts them into the family offering envelope for church. Now, Jackie knew this represented a good percentage of both Jane and her husband's income. Jane had just said they couldn't afford a night night out or a clothes dryer, and yet she gave $40 a week to church. As Jackie left her friend that evening, she was wondering. Jane was out of her mind. In a sense, she was. Jane wasn't thinking with the mind that she once had. But that's the kind of transformation that Paul, in our text for this morning, is calling for all of us to be in. It's a whole new mindset, a whole new way of thinking. That's what he's talking about. Paul calls us a have the mindset of Christ. You see, Paul knew, and maybe we do too, the mindset of human beings. Paul says, do nothing from rivalry or conceit. Let each of you look not only to his own interests. You see, our natural mindset is, is to want things our way. By nature, we are self-centered and we're selfish. We think of self first. This is, has been the human's mindset ever since the fall of man in the Garden of Eden. Jane was out of her natural mindset. Her nature, like Jackie's, was one to an evening out. The work saving appliance, whatever, would give her ease and pleasure. This then is our kind of mindset too. We are always battling that Me first syndrome in our daily life. Even now as we are facing the coronavirus, we see a lot of people hoarding items which say as they make a visit to the grocery store, things like water, toilet paper, not worrying about anybody else but themselves. And it also happens at work and our competition in our jobs or doing that what makes us look good without giving a thought to our co-worker. It might happen in our families too, always thinking of ourselves rather than what's good for the entire family. This natural mindset is sinful. It doesn't fear, love, and trust in God above all things. It doesn't love our neighbor as ourselves. It does destroy the Christian congregation and the unity of faith. It does destroy personal and family relationships. Paul was well aware of this when he encouraged the Philippian congregation of that whole new mindset. This natural human mindset even thinks that I can be my own God. We think that we we can do things that need not God directing us in how we live. We can direct our own lives, do it our own way. The ultimate conceit is thinking I'm so much better than the next guy that I can punch my own ticket to heaven without a savior. But Christ brings us to his mindset. The apostle Paul tells us in our text for this morning, have this mindset among yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not find equality with God, something to be grasped. But he made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant. Being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself and by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. Christ transforms our mindset by taking a form of a servant and being born in our likeness. The mindset that Christ calls us to have is that of a servant. He calls on us to serve but he left it for one purpose only, to save us. He was poor, he was rejected, he was mocked, and he was hated. Christ even humbled himself to the death on the cross. Death on the cross was for criminals. It was slow, a suffering death. Many times it took over five days. And with his shed blood and death, Christ atoned for our sins of being self-centered. All of our sin has been paid for through the cross of Jesus Christ. And the mindset is seeing this that we stand forgiven, possessors of eternal life by Jesus paying that full price for us. And the new mindset worships the the God Christ, the Savior that we didn't think we needed. St. Paul reminds us this morning in verses 9 to 11 of our text, Therefore God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Eventually, Every knee is going to bow before Jesus, whether they like it or not. But next Sunday, we will rejoice to celebrate his resurrection. For he has also exalted us. Therefore, we now live with the mindset of Christ. We look to Jesus to enable us to live humbly. Jesus forgives you day after day week after week, this very day in the gospel and at his altar. And knowing that you are forgiven, that you have eternal life, you live a life that is not seeking recognition, but is for others. We do live to serve one another in humility. Rather than having selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, you do count others more significant than yourselves. You do look out for only to your interests, not only to your interests, but also to the interests of other people. We want to be of help to others in whatever way we can. And, you know, we do this in this whole pandemic we've received. People have changed. They look out for other people as well because we're all in the same boat, so to speak. But we especially want to witness Christ to them with our life and with our words. Witness to them that Jesus is their Savior who died for them this week. We do live glorifying our Lord with life and with voice. Jesus entered Jerusalem on that Palm Sunday and the people were singing their hosannas to him, and he was welcomed at their, as their king. We live our lives to his glory and praise him as the king of kings with our voice. This week, we glorify our Lord as we gather in your homes on Good Friday and Easter Sunday. Even though it will be strange, we know that God is with you in your home as is he is with us here. Jesus showed his humility as he rode into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday. Though he is the king of kings, he rides on a donkey. This is different than the Chancellor Bismarck of Prussia. In the 19th century, when Bismarck made his entrance into Jerusalem, he did it on a white horse. He was accompanied with such a large army of officials that a section of the wall had to be removed. This was the way a person of greatness, according to our world, does it. But Christ entered humbly on a, lowly, on a lowly donkey. He came as a servant to serve all, to serve all of us and to save us. And therefore, we can sing with one of our hymns, Ride on, ride on in majesty, in lowly pomp, ride on to die. Bow thy meek head to mortal pain, then take, O God, thy power and reign. Amen.